Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host Miss Shannon. So happy to be joining you again for our financial health and wealth show with our friends from ClearStep Financial. We are going to have a great conversation that may apply to you, but we are going to um, make sure that we position this from a position of, hey, if you're in this position, cool. There's probably lots of reasons why you're here. So I don't want it to sound like we're we're making fun of people or picking on no, anybody for being in this not situation. At all. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be talking about the subject of boomerang children today. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that subject matter, let's just go over a little bit more, uh, Cassandra, about what the methodology is when I, as someone who's like, you know, I'm ready to take that step. There's been a change in my life that I can mm-hmm. use some support as far as making some financial educational decisions. And so it's a great time to make that initial conversation with somebody like ClearStep and, and how that works. If I, yeah. if I go to your website, clearstepfinancial.com. Yeah. Flash. Go to slash my talk yep. and to set up that complimentary consultation. Just talk me through like the first couple of minutes. Yeah. And so th- and that's a good question because I think some people, d- they're wondering, what is this actually? What right. does it feel like? What is it like to go through the process? And so the first step is we just we try and figure out where are you most comfortable meeting? Is it virtually? Some people prefer that for various reasons or comfort reasons, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. So we uh, we do a lot of virtual appointments with my talkers and, and other clients. And then we also have our offices in Bloomington. So if you'd rather come to our office, we'd love to have you there and meet you in face to face right? and sit across the table from you. So either one is fine with us. But that's the first thing is, where, how do you want to meet? What's yes. what's comfortable for you? Then we, we send you a, a form ahead of time. So you have an idea of all the information we're going to go through so you can be prepared. You're welcome to fill it in ahead of time. If not, that's fine, too. We can go through it as we meet. So our first time is really just gathering information. So we have a really good idea of where where, where your picture is at today. Right. It's and just I, taking stock. I'd also like you to kind of discuss. I remember the first time somebody talked to me about, hey, I'm a financial advisor and and I blew them off. And this was 20 years ago. mind yeah. you. So I'm like, well, I'm not in a position to do it. And it felt very salesy. So I'm like, oh, you're just trying to take what little money I already have. Mm-hmm. And it's a completely different experience than what I thought. Like I felt like a like I, I really treated this financial advisor friend of mine like they were telemarketers where I'm okay. just like yada yada past them and politely sent them packing and didn't really even listen to what it was that they were offering. And I think sure. some people do that when they hear financial advisor or even when they hear complimentary consultation they're mm-hmm. like you're just trying to suck me in so you can charge me a bunch of money but that's not the case either no mm-hmm. no so we go we go through the process of the first you know gathering the information we then we have a, an additional appointment and that's our follow-up where we can take the time between those two to go through everyone's information to look through what what are your future financial goals retirement or mm-hmm. m- maybe there's other ones that are important to you could be travel could be making other major purchases could be helping your children or grandchildren in certain ways, whatever that looks like in your financial future. Um, then, then we make sure we have a clear picture right. of what's both again, where you're at today and where you're trying to get to what's important to you and what you have. Then we, like I said, we go through different recommendations, put those all together um, and any tools or anything else that would be helpful. We talk that second time and go through all that. So people have such a good grasp and an idea of, both where they're at, as well as what steps they could take to get on maybe a more direct path to retirement. Right. 
maybe be more efficient with some of the things they're doing. Maybe just tweak this, but it's in a good place. Just little, there's sometimes there's little things that changing the trajectory can make a big difference in the future. Um, I was just meeting with a couple that they're, they were on the younger side. They're both in their twenties mm-hmm. and they were, there's some children of clients. Right. I love that too, because people want their, you know, obviously we all want the best for our kids. They wanted their, their son and their daughter-in-law to get off to a good start. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So she said, would you meet with them, please? I said, yes, of course I will. And so we had this great conversation. They were so thankful. They said, now we just have such a clear picture. I mean, one of their questions was, what is a 401k? Right? Exactly. There's no silly questions. Mm-hmm. So to be able to really give them some concrete information and help them and say, gosh, if you guys started Roths now, look at, right, where could you be in the future? Explaining things like the rule of 72, right. how does money compound and grow? Just some little things. I think that kind of education going through the process is invaluable to people. Right. And then having the conversation about how do you help put your money to work for you? Where, you know, like like little things that happen now after I've had more time to talk to you and then talk to talk to your mom, Carla, just the idea of what is the best methodology for the way I need my money to mm-hmm. work for me is something that you can help them through that educational process. Absolutely. Just go, well, this is how your because everybody's world is a little bit different, but mm-hmm. there are some generalities that you can go, well, this is how you take this generality and make it specific for you. Mm-hmm. It is. Every single situation is unique and is it, it, so you need specific recommendations that are going to be applicable to your situation. Right. So, and we love that. We love the variety. Um, another couple I was meeting with here this weekend, they they are basically at retirement. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, it's fun to have that variety. I would say the majority of people we're talking to are probably, they're on the spectrum of closer or in retirement. Right. And that's just, that's just typical because those are the people that know I need to either, I haven't done anything yet and I need to, which is fine. We right. don't fault people, right? Mm-hmm. Great, let's talk. Exactly. Um, or we want to talk in addition to maybe other information we have or what we have already. We want to just look at ideas and things. So we're happy to talk with people. We, Like I said, we go through the process. And then as we become people's advisor, any of the fees and things that are inside of investment accounts and so forth, then they get directed to us as the advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's no addition. We don't charge an additional planning fee. So right. people, there's no there's no big surprise or anything thing um, at the end of the consultation and we want to make sure there's a good fit so right. we, we like going through that process first and making sure there's a mutual fit and then we can move forward with people and you also are a great resource on going whether you're meeting on a regular basis or meeting on a, a less regular basis because some people are kind of like me or they're like let's talk twice a year yeah. and the rest of the time if something goes awry or I have a question, I know to contact right. you, but we don't necessarily have to have a scheduled meeting every month. My things aren't no. moving that quickly. Yeah, um, most but, people's aren't. Yeah, and so it's just really to know, well, this event happened or this is something that I'm looking for. I, I, I have a new goal, like a mini goal, like, sure. hey, you know, maybe I want to start something because I might want to have to buy another car or I'm thinking about yeah. moving. How do we plan for that? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's different. But also just as far as ongoing education, you have these great webinars throughout the year that people can go on the website and schedule, you know, just sign up for them ahead of time. Yep. So they get a little auto reminder. Hey, yep. this is coming up. You don't have to worry about this educational yeah. opportunity. We'll remind you when that comes. And that's going to pick up again in the fall. Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a couple more here um, between, yeah, after Labor Day, mm-hmm. you know, we'll do a couple more here this fall. So if you go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com under our events, mm-hmm. you can see the upcoming webinars, any of the ones that are of interest, register, like you said, register for them and you'll get reminders and so forth when right. they are nearer.
So again, the website is clearstepfinancial.com slash events, or you can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk to set up that complimentary consultation or give them a call at 651-600-0855. Remember, we'll remind you of that number and that information throughout the show. But talking about boomerang children. So let's, yeah. if they if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, Shannon right. and Cassandra, the definition <laughs> of that. Child? Exactly. Right. Yeah, so basically we're talking about when you have a child that has launched in mm-hmm. some way, right, and gone, maybe it's away to school, maybe they went and they just moved out in general, yes. and they've been on their own for a time. Um, like, again, I was talking to some couples recently, they said, well, our child had broken up from their relationship and they're coming mm-hmm. back home, right? So could be for any number of reasons, but you have a child that left and has come back. That they're is my, back in the house again. My middle sister, she was teaching abroad for three years. Okay. And so she was having a great time. And then it was finally, you know, she made the decision that she's like, well, I don't want to stay here. I want to move home. And so she did end up moving back in with her mom yep. for a while, figuring out, well, what are my next steps? So right. there are lots of reasons why this ends up right. happening. Mm-hmm. And I think, and and so at, at face value, parents maybe maybe they're thrilled, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. one is, maybe both are, or maybe they're not, depending on the child and the relationship, right. right? But so here's the thing: there's definitely pros and cons. But I think when you when you have a child return home, um, and mind you, I'm going to talk about this, but I've never gone through it, right? right? So mm-hmm. take take this all with a grain of salt. Yes. Anything that applies to you or that you feel like is helpful information, great. Um, some of it, I don't know that I'd be able to, you know, I don't know what I would do in this right. situation. So I'm just trying to be helpful with, <laughs> with what I see from a financial standpoint. Right? Yes, because, how this can be a win-win right. situation for both parties. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because if you have a child move back home, I think it can be easy to almost, right, like want to care for them again, right? Want to mm-hmm. help. Obviously, you want to help your children or your child as much as possible if you have children. And, and so I get all that. But also knowing that you also want to help them to become more responsible, more resourceful, stronger, independent, so so that they can have a successful life as right. well in the future. So let's talk about some ways to make it a win-win where it can be maybe a teaching opportunity. Also a way that you don't have to sacrifice your own future financial goals or retirement because sometimes people try and help their children or help others in their own detriment. Right. And you might also be giving them some uh, some administrations and attention that isn't in their best benefit, best benefit, but also they don't want. Right. So maybe we can help you figure out a way that you both grow from this. Again, yeah, right. win-win. We want to help. We want to help families with win-wins with these boomerang kids. Exactly. So if you have some suggestions or a question, this is a great day for you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with our friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial here on My Talk 1071. On the radio, on the app. On that speaker on your counter that knows all your secrets. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'd rather hear how much you regret me and pray to God that you never met me. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, also available as a podcast. You can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth. Also want to remind you that securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. I'm Ms. Shannon here with our good friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. And today we're going through the subject matter of boomerang kids. So if you are in this situation, 
situation, whether you are the boomerang kid yourself or you are the parent who have had your kids move back in with you and now you're navigating mm-hmm. these waters, we'd love to have you get your voice into the conversation. That sure. number is 651-641-1071. So again, we started with a quick definition yeah. of boomerang kids before we went to break. Right. They 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 moved out and they're back. Right. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. that's exactly. the simplest form. Yes. Um and and so and we know there's a lot of you out there by the way because mm-hmm. So, so Thrivent, um, they did a study in conjunction with the Morning Consult in May of this year, mm-hmm. and they they pooled about twenty two hundred adults slash parents. This is the second time they've done this, and so there is a trend of more and more kids, you know, children moving back home after college or after moving out, um, and it's due to a number of things. And I think so. One of them is you know there's a high cost or higher right. It's risen of rent and housing yes. and so forth. So that's a factor. Uh, and then you look at, but you look at the current economic situation for uh, everyone right now. Yes. And some parents are needing to, just out of necessity, pull back a little bit on some of their financial support. Yes. So for better, for worse, right? Um, and because and, there can be pros and cons to everything. And I think sometimes when you would soft launch, we'll say that your your parent might still pay your cell phone bill, pay your car sure. insurance, pay some of those other things for you. Right. And you would handle your most of your living expenses mm-hmm. and those kind of things. So they weren't necessarily giving you, uh, a, we'll call it an allowance, not an adult al- allowance or any living expenses, but they were, well, you moved out, but we're not taking you off the family plan of this and that. You're right. still on these other things. And that might not be the case as much as it used to. Or those things might have gone up a lot more than they did in the past. Right. I still do find probably cell phones are one of the biggest things that that I think parents will continue to do for their children um, well into their 20s. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is interesting. Um, and, and, you know, and everyone says, well, it's cheaper, right? It's cheap. You're on the family plan. It's cheaper right. than getting your own plan or whatever. Yes. So again, there's, there's pros and cons to that. I think there's also pros and cons to people doing it on their own too, right? Yes. There is a sense of, of pride and responsibility and confidence and, you know, you're, you're building And those are low stakes things. So I'm like, if you mess up your cell phone bill, it's okay. You know, right. kind of thing. So I like prep when I'm just talking about, again, my kid is not in this age and it's a whole different situation, what I'm dealing with. But so some of my college age interns that mm-hmm. I've had before in the past where I'm like, okay, I get it, but this is a good way to let them practice. Cause it's only can yeah. go, if they mess up and their cell phone gets turned off for a well, little while, they'll figure it out. Who's going to, who's going to let that happen? happen for very long exactly. right exactly that's, that's a good place to work it out right that's mm-hmm. something that's important to most right. of us versus right? we're a gonna car fix payment or something where if it gets repossessed that's years of of drama still it, could be a good lesson exactly well, true. <laughs> that is true i've been through that so, when i was younger yeah. but i do like the if you mess up your cell phone you got it yeah it's demoralizing but it's repairable it's yes. reparable yeah. <laughs> and again yeah. you know all, so all these things you know all these can be good life lessons and obviously Agreed. we don't ever want our kids to go down that road but no. again right if you're there and you can help them at, at younger ages hopefully that can help them to learn for for as they grow but so coming out of college right now um it is interesting people you know they're they're, they're trying to start their careers and find good jobs and so forth or find any job but right you know they might have student loans which mm-hmm. many kids do coming out of college um, and so when you when you kind of look at them trying to build beyond that, it can be helpful if kids do come home 
to take this opportunity to try and help them with their overall money management and finances and so forth. And like you were saying, Shannon, help them to start maybe taking on some responsibilities right. and learning to take more autonomy into their finances or take more, have more a stake in it. Right. So according to the study, 41% of the parents surveyed, they said right now they currently have an adult child living with them. So that, okay. I mean, 41%. That's a high. It mm-hmm. is. Right. So and I know if Carla was here, she'd be like, oh, no, the minute I could move out, I left, you know, kind of. She did. Yes. (laughs) But ask her about her kids. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Got you. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it is kind of funny. Um, It is right because there's five of us. And Mm -hmm. so and I'm the oldest. Yes. And the the youngest is still in. uh, He's barely in his 20s. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's quite a spread. Um, and, and she still does enjoy, right? You know, she enjoys spending time with her kids quite a bit and her grandchildren, right? Like her grandchildren are her world, right. I swear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which is, which is great. You know, it's wonderful. I'm closer to your mom. I moved out the moment that I could. Did you? I did move back for a while, but that was to help her out more than it was for me. So the minute I got them, I moved out again. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm moving out every opportunity that I can. So I kind of oh. get that. I, I, I get that. So mm-hmm. it's different for everybody. It Mm -hmm. is. No, it is. Um, And so it's what I think is interesting. And some people, so you look at the dynamics, right? Some people have kids that they move out, they come back. Some people might have children that may never move out because of different situations. Mm -hmm. Could be health or it could be just what their needs are and so forth. And so it it is interesting. So you may have adult children that may be in a similar boat, but they're not necessarily boomerang kids either. Mm -hmm. Where you may want to start helping them try and figure out some basic things with money management and so forth that they will always be in your house. Yes, and having a appropriate amount because uh, you always want to program i talk about this a lot in our in our communities with our, our autism community and some other a variety of, of developmental challenges that people may have programming to their ability mm-hmm. so there are lessons throughout this whole conversation we're having today we're like okay maybe this particular level may not apply to you but there are levels of right. pro- uh, as we're having this conversation that would be good right you know for your, your adult age children regardless of where they may be right their, i mean there's you know, this, this whole thing. Yeah. spectrum right, right. of mm-hmm. of being independent with your money and finances right. and any given child um, could be in any place in that spectrum right, right? Mm-hmm. I look at my one of my kids my my second oldest and i swear he he will be he, he he is very good with his money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he organizes it and he divvies it up and he's very motivated and he likes to earn money and he, he he's excellent. But not every child is like that, exactly. right? So they're all different and they all can take on different types of responsibilities at different ages. So this is what parents said, though, about when, with their children moving back in. This is why they said why. They said 30, 35% of um, the children moving back, it was because of the increased cost of rent and home prices. We mentioned right. that. 20% of them, the child needed additional financial support. Mm-hmm. 13% of them, they lost their job. Yes. That's why they moved back. And so when they, when they talked about, um, when they found what the parents were, were saying, they were 75% of them aren't talking about money management with their kids currently. 80% aren't setting financial expectations. And 92% haven't set any kind of time frame or kind of a plan for them to, to transition Relaunch. back out again. Interesting. Okay. So not necessarily good or bad. It's just mm-hmm. that's what they found, right? Right. But what is interesting is that pe- parents can take, like I said, take this as an opportunity. You have them in your home. You could help them to use this time with you to learn some money management and financial tools. Right, right. And so as we are moving into the next portion of this, I know we've got about one minute before we go on the break, but 
as you're looking at that, are there certain buckets of financial tools that we're going to com- uh, have during the rest of the conversation? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to do that. We also would love for you to be part of the conversation. You can call us at 651-641-1071. If you have a boomerang kid in your home, if you are a boomerang kid and you're like, here's what I wish would have happened, that would be a great opportunity. We also want to remind you, if you go to their website, it's a great way to get all of these resources. So, Cassandra, let's just tell them real quick about, again, some of the webinars that are coming up in the next, uh, uh, the next between now and the end of the year. Yeah, so we're going to have, uh, well, I'll talk about one of my favorites because it's, yes. it's one back by popular demand every year, but in November, um, right around hunting, yes, <laughs> we always have our women and in investing and retirement one. And, and I just love that one. It's so much fun mm-hmm. um, because there are just statistically certain things that apply more often to women in retirement years than to men. And so we really kind of peel back some of those things and, and highlight what can women really make sure that at least they have their, you know, their attention is on that they know that there, this could be something for them to be prepared for throughout their retirement years. Right. So you have plenty of time to get that on the calendar. Go to www.clearstepfinancial.com slash events to go ahead and sign up. And also, we will be right back. You can get this episode and previous episodes at our website, though. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth. Be back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here at MyTalk1071 with our friends from Clearstep Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon, joined by Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. Reminding you can go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. Use that slash My Talk. Set up those complimentary consultations. Get on the road to some more financial education. Today, we are covering the subject of boomerang kids. So if you mm-hmm. are one or have one in your house, we'd love to hear from you. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Yes, and as a reminder, that's a child that left the house and came back, right? right? So mm-hmm. they're they're back again. Yes. So if if you are in that situation, or if you may be soon, um, right? So just some things to consider. Look at uh, look at the expenses that you will be incurring or are incurring. And again, this could be even if the children aren't in the house anymore, right? If you're still taking on some of their financial expenses, um, and maybe they already have a job and they've moved right. out and so forth, but. You really want to know how it might impact your future retirement or your future financial goals. Because if you are taking on some of that responsibility, right, of their of their finances, no matter what it is, uh, just know how it will impact you. Because you may have to be willing to postpone your own retirement or right. to have a different standard of living than you maybe wanted to have if it's that important to you to to make those sacrifices right now on your children's behalf. And mm-hmm. I never tell people what they should or shouldn't do, right? right. That is that is for you to decide and you exactly. only. Um, but just you have to know what the implications may be, right? So, so then you can have these discussions with someone yes. that could go, well, this is maybe you want to tighten up this other position because you right. want to do that. So at least you're not going into things blind. Right. And there may be ways to do uh, all the things you're hoping to do, but you just got to look at that because what the survey also found is that about 53% of children overestimate how much their parents can help them financially. Okay. Mm-hmm. But only 16% of parents felt like they could actually do what the children thought they'd be able to do. Ah, so there okay. is a discrepancy there. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is if, if you're in this situation and maybe maybe you might feel like, hey, I don't even know how to help my kids get some of this stuff on track. 
We didn't even know what to do. We still right. don't know what to do, which is which is not that's it's fair. not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't think that you're this outlying situation um, or feel guilty about that, that you don't know how to teach your kids some of this stuff. That's OK. And it's really interesting that you bring up that statistic of that, that just that that miss communication about financial health because mm-hmm. one of the things that both you and Carla have said in the past is that a lot of these conversations don't happen at home right. so of course your kids probably think you're crushing it they don't know you know right. because maybe you guys didn't talk about this when you guys or, were at home you know who knows what your kids think right or mm-hmm. maybe your kids think you have no idea mm-hmm. we you know we don't you know, I remember being a young adult and thinking <laughs> my mom was an advisor and remember thinking she has no idea what she's talking about right she's Fair my enough. mom right you go. get parent deaf so mm-hmm. who knows right what and what stage they're in and if there's a mutual respect again at this point or not Mm -hmm. but what i would say is this was also an interesting fact because only 48 percent of parents said they they have their own financial strategy in place okay so again no matter where you on on are on that spectrum it might be a good time for you to check in on your retirement plan and tracking and see where you're at because that could also give you some information on how generous can we be right now or should we be or do we want to be right and it gives you that information and that confidence to know okay either we can because we are on track and it's not going to negate our financial future or retirement or maybe it gives you a picture of ah, maybe we can give this much right but if we do any more it is going to compromise our retirement so you at least can have that information so you may want to start going through the process but going through that process of going through a consultation can also be a great idea for your child to go through Mm -hmm. and to help them. And that can be something like I have. Sometimes parents will be on a Zoom call with us or come into the office with us. Right. Sometimes they just have us meet with their child because they just want it to be their thing. Yes. Either way is fine. Right. And so, but it can really help your child. Because again, it's that parent deaf thing. right? Yes. Or if you tell them, many of us have been there, right? (laughs) Because you just sometimes it just feels like no matter how supportive they're doing, it feels like, what are you doing with your life? And that's not, you know, that's not what you're going to get when it's a, an outside expert that's helping you with this. Right. Right. So that's why I think it can be helpful for, for both sides to go through the process and go through it. Um, and so I would just look at, look at if you're on track with your, with your retirement goals. Um, so let's talk about then once you have your retirement planning set, let's let's fast forward. Now, let's say you've done that uh, and you want to help your child and you want and you get them set as well. A great place to start with them is with some goal setting. Right. It's talking to them about. So what are some things you might want? You know, do you want to purchase a new car at some point? You know, do you, is it a house? Is it a, do you want to go on a, on a on a special trip or something? Right. right? What are some things that might be important to them? Maybe they don't even know. Maybe they don't even have any goals yet that they've, you know, identified. But it can be a a real great place for you to start with them. Right. And a lot of the conversation that you have, those those overall, this is what long-term savings, this is what short-term savings. If you haven't had any of these goals conversations, why would I know I need to have multiple savings accounts or save up for something? It's just not something I think is intuitive. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I think when you start to look at some of the goals, then you can tie a dollar amount to it. Right. Then I think children, you know, adults, they're adults, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of them at that point can then they can have more of a a reason. Right. And a purpose to be better about their money. Mm -hmm. So you got to start with the why. Yes. You have to start with why. What's in it for them? Right. Why would I 
why would I not buy all the stuff that I've been spending my money on that I enjoy? Exactly. Right? Why should I make some changes potentially? Right. Or maybe they've been great savers and maybe there's ways you can help them to just be smarter or more efficient about their money. Right. It might just help them reprioritize some yes. of these things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so starting with the goals, you know, short-term goals, mid-term goals, long-term goals, and then talking about the dollar amounts, helping them to set a budget. Right. That can be another great uh, exercise to do. And there's apps, obviously. You could use a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very simple budget sheet that we talk about and work with people. So if you're looking for something or a tool, just email us, and we're happy to, to send that to you if you want to utilize it. But there's so many out there, really. Right. There's so many tools out there. So talk to them about a budget. Now, this is something we always talk to couples about, too, like that are engaged, that are good, going to be getting married. But we talk about have a spending allotment yes. built into your budget. Right. You always want that, too, for your for your kids, because you want them to know there is room for fun and enjoyment. Yes. It's not all it's not just all work and no play. Yeah, right. Exactly. Your money that like when you it's a reward. actually. So going, okay, you did a good job on this other stuff. So you get to enjoy. Right. You're working hard. You're earning money. And then have them decide this is the this is the spending allotment. Have them decide again, are they going to be contributing to on some level to the household? Right. What dollar amount does that look like? There's so many ways you could decide on what that is. And parents do different things. Some parents may want to put that aside and save it and give it to them at some point in the future. They may give them Invested some of it. For them, I mean, there's certain things. things like that. But again, if if your retirement is is going to be compromised in some way, you may not, and that's fine too. You know, you may need to utilize that, and that's fine. You're helping them out, right, right by having them there, and they're probably paying less rent mm-hmm. um, and less expenses overall by being at home again. So, right. there's again, it's still a win win. I don't want parents to feel guilty if they're not giving the money back to their children at some point. Right, it's okay. No one has to do that. Right. Um, I'm sure you've you've invested a lot into your kids over their lifetime already. Absolutely. So there's, there's nothing oh is owed gosh. to them anymore at this point. Right. So and and the, the reality is it's almost like you put your own air mask on, right? Your yes. oxygen mask on first. Before if, you secure it on your kids. Right. We all have heard that. If you can support yourself and have a comfortable retirement, that will be less of a burden on your children and other people anyway. Right. So, so make you're not sure. a boomerang yeah. parent. Well, right. You, yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So make sure that you are, you know, taking care of your finances, your retirement, um, because otherwise it could it could come back to your kids anyway. Right. Right. So, like I said, setting up the budget, if children have any debt, that would be the next thing to look at is how are we? How do you not we, I guess. Right. How do you want to address that? Yes. Um, and there are different strategies if it's if it's. Anything with high interest, it's great to attack that first mm-hmm. if they can. If they have something that has a smaller balance, sometimes that's a good strategy. Maybe just to knock it out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it just, you know, it feels some like like there's some accomplishment there to do that. But to have a plan to get out of the debt is a good idea. Now, sometimes people have an astronomical amount of student loan debt. Yes. And I understand that. So it could be a longer period of time. And maybe that's part of the reason they're home. Maybe they're hoping to pay it off aggressively. That's great. Right. But again, any kind of plan that they can have where they're they're planning they're they're communicating they're there's some sort of structure it, right okay um that that shows a lot and that can help 
I say keep saying kids, right? But they're mm-hmm. adults. Most right. of them are adults at this point. But that can be a huge benefit to helping with their with their future, right? Just by having a plan and sticking to it. I think part of the conversation, as we slow down a little bit, is why we're talking about having this plan for your overall family unit. Is that we've talked about this generational stability, generational mm-hmm. like on, on other shows. That's what we're doing, uh, talking about it from a holistic. A holistic family aspect right where if the parents are doing well then the kids get to do well and how can we set everybody up for the most success right that's why having this it's okay to go well this is what we are able to do right so that we all can thrive right and I know I've shared this before but even I even our kids that when they were six seven eight I mean if they wanted to go to a birthday party for a friend mm-hmm. they have spending money yes and, and we have them a lot money every time they earn money or every time they're gifted money. They allot some to spending. They would purchase a gift for that friend yes. with their spending money. If they would not, we would explain to them, okay, well, then this is from mom and dad. Yes. Because we're using our money then mm-hmm. to purchase the gift. And our kids would always opt to purchase it with their own money because they wanted it to be from them. Right. So I think if you can start teaching kids at even a young age, if you if you're if you're not anywhere near having a boomerang child yet, mm-hmm. right? But even at a young age, if you can start teaching them to have a stake in the game, right? Mm-hmm. To have some responsibility and then confidence, right? Yes. And pride in themselves and what they're able to do and what they I mean, our kids would just be so excited going to a birthday party that they knew this was truly from them. Exactly. So anyway, just little things like that along the way too can make a big difference. And don't fault yourself if you never did that with your kids. It's, right. It's never too late to start teaching them about some money and finance tips and so forth. And exactly. we're always happy to help you. Right. And so we are also going to be going into our break right now. When we get back, what are we going to cover next? We have a few more tips that you can do with your child who might be moving back in, or maybe you just want to help them financially just to continue to help them to get off to the right start in life. You can also be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back with Cassandra Brazier. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier, our good friend from Clear Step Financial, encouraging you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071, going through the conversation of boomerang kids. So we got to the part where we're going, how can we help make sure that the entire family is as secure as possible as you move forward? Mm -hmm. And using that opportunity to educate and set goals for everyone right as a great way to navigate the situation where you're still helping yeah but you're helping long term versus okay what are we doing over the next six months nine months two years whatever that time period is right and so if if you are uh, let's assume that you've decided uh okay they're going to pay some kind of rent right people look at that and and can determine that amount in a number of different ways, sometimes people will look at, well, what are what is a typical rent in this area? And they might loosely base it off that or they might say, well, it's going to be just a, a percentage of the overall because you're one of the you know members who live here now, whatever that looks like. But pick a pick, pick an amount. Right. Decide. Are they going to also participate and have responsibility of different tasks or jobs around the house? Mm-hmm. Will they pay a percentage of the utilities? How do you want to incorporate them into you know living there? Right. And then. I think it is good to have some kind of an of a of a conversation at least about 
what is their you know time frame? Mm-hmm. What are they thinking? Maybe they don't know now, but at least that gives them something to think about. Right. About how long do I want this to What would you to like go, to have right? happen? Mm-hmm. Because then you can maybe help them again with some of that goal setting on, okay, if if you if you want to be here for a year and then you want to launch again, right? How can we help you set some goals so that do we need you to have save the up finances, so exactly. right? So that you're ready. You could have you know, a down payment on a, whether it's a car or whether it's, you know, a, a security deposit on an apartment, whatever that looks like, they can be in a place. Maybe you can help them build up their emergency fund in the meantime also, because that's another great piece to have. Even if they have the student loan debt, even if they have those pieces out there that might be ongoing for a time, mm-hmm. it is also great if they can be building up a reserve because other we all know that thing, unexpected things are going to pop up. Absolutely. We can't control when it happens, no. right? So then it prevents them from going into further debt if they have a cushion there. So while they're paying down their other debts, they still want to be at least on some level building up a cushion as well. Mm-hmm. You want to be doing both and at the same time. Yes. And that's difficult. And so getting be, having yeah. the discipline to be able to go, I... No, I want to, for me, it was, okay, what are my priorities? I'm like, well, I want to be able to handle this if anything goes diagonal in the future. So it did help me go, I don't need to buy those shoes. I don't need to buy this thing, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. And and, and I still bought luxury items. I just was pickier about them. And I think that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So I think if you can if you can help with even some little pieces like that, yes, um, it can be that much more beneficial. Even now, explaining to them what that looks like and yeah. going, well, you know, you probably want a little more than you if you were out on your own. You probably need a little more than you would need if you live with us. Right. So just having that conversation, right? This Looking is what at maybe do. right. Maybe maybe they don't have certain expenses now, but if you go through a budget with them and say, okay, here's maybe what your budget is today, mm-hmm. but if you were on your own, maybe do a second budget sheet and say, look at, this is what rents are right now. Yes. It, this is what a new car payment would be if you had a car. This is what you, let's estimate a food budget. Let's look at what utilities might be, your car insurance, your cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Put all their things, help them to put them all down. So it gives them the tools and the knowledge to say, okay, I got to be good about my money then. This is why, right? This is why. And again, make sure you build in the spending money for them. Uh, Talk to your kids about if they have a 401k at their work. Have those conversations. Right. Um, If you don't know how to explain a 401k, involve us, right? Because we're happy to, to go through that with them. If they have a match, though... Please encourage them, put in up to the match at least. Even mm-hmm. if they have all these other pieces out there they're working on, put in up to your match. Just do that at least. And just get in the habit. Do that at least, yeah. Even if they have to maybe work an extra job or work, take some additional work on right now, find ways to earn additional money. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes if kids see what the what the goals could be or what they could accomplish, they may be more motivated to try to earn more money and be creative and find ways to do that. Or right. maybe they start looking for other jobs where they were maybe comfortable before, but now they can see some of the things they might be able to accomplish that might be motivating. Right. And it might help them get... We want you to work towards comfortability, but don't want to get comfortable too soon right. sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's good to be, well, I don't know if it's good. Ask Carla, right? If you yeah. were here, she might say it. Maybe you don't want to be comfortable. I don't know. Fair enough. You don't want mm-hmm. to be um, lazy, right? We don't want to be lazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say you don't want to be comfortable. I, I You know, there you can find comfort at, at many different levels. True. Some people, though, need to be motivated, you know, in different ways. So right. that can sometimes mean you have to become uncomfortable for a time mm-hmm. um, to reach different levels of success so i would say though maybe your child is in a place where 
you're helping out more right now because you want them to get on their feet. If that's the case, then you could help them with a few different buckets of money to be saving. One is maybe they're building up their short term. They're putting into their 401k, getting their match, mm-hmm. maybe looking at two. Do they have a Roth option in there? Right. Consider that as well. And it you might be because depending on what they're doing, maybe they don't have a 401k at work. So they learning that there's not, other right. options. Okay. There's other options too. If they want other long-term options, maybe they start their own Roth IRA. Again, we help people do that if they don't know how, you know, how to get that started or where to put it or what would be good for them. We mm-hmm. look at those options. But there's also that midterm bucket that can be a good piece to have. And we go through and explain all those. We don't have time today to go through it. But but you could help them have three different buckets of money for three different time frames in their life. And to get those going early on in life can be really nice for their future financial success. Um, you, you can help them to look at life insurance, too, because... Mm-hmm. They, it still is so inexpensive overall. I can't emphasize that enough. I just was looking at, there was this uh, gentleman, he's 28. He got a, a term, his parents got him a term policy when he was, fi- or sorry, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay, so about eight years ago, right? So he was about 20, and there was a 20-year term. Typically very inexpensive, right? It was half a million policy. Now, to do a million-dollar policy, it's less, it's like $100 more. Wow. Than what he was doing in a 30 year. Uh-huh. So it's just little things like that. That And now he's married and now mm-hmm. he right? So and, and he's still healthy. So that's yes. why we look at some of those things. It was great. They did it at that time, because if anything happened with his health in his 20s mm-hmm. up to this point, he would not qualify for a new policy. Right. Right. So those kinds of things, if you have a, a child earlier on in their 20s or thing that it is great, it can be a great gift to help them get something like that in place. Right. We all know people that even young and healthy, right? And all of a sudden, whether something it's happens. diabetes or whether mm-hmm. it's an autoimmune thing or what, whatever it is, or something more serious, you know, that they overcome and they live through Absolutely. that might make it difficult for life insurance. And when they have a family, life insurance is a very important foundational piece. So yes. again, those are, those are beautiful gifts to have. They're it's very inexpensive to do, but it can make a big difference in the future for, right. for those people. So in their families. So there's so many. I can't emphasize how many options there are of things people can be doing with their kids. But again, you may want to start with your own stuff. If you haven't checked in or done that anytime recently, it can be a great time to do it. And that's a great example for your kids, too, to say, look, whether we've done it before or not, we're doing this now. Now we're that we're getting here. stuff focused. Yes. Again, whether it's to give you a good idea of how much support you feel comfortable giving to your children or or what what you know, where you want to move forward with that, or just to get a good idea in general. Maybe you don't have any kids at all and you're you're listening and you're thinking, We still are ready to get some things. Exactly. Uh, figured out Let's for start ourselves. having this conversation. That's great too. Yeah. Or if you're on the earlier end of your kids as well, there's there's a lot of things you can do to help sell, set your kids up. If you're a grandparent and you just want to start getting some things going for your grandkids, there's lots of options. And out imagine there. if you have these conversations now where yeah. you might have a little bit of peace in your life so you can make quality decisions instead of once you feel a little backed into a corner. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things my mom always likes to do a birthday date with all the grandkids Mm -hmm. and she talks about money with them and she talks about inflation with them and she talks about taxes with them. I mean, you can imagine. Anyone who's heard her on the show can imagine <laughs> what is some like. of these conversations she has with you the kids. You know these candles are very expensive yes. <laughs> these days. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Let me tell you how much candles have gone up over the last three years since yeah. the last time we had one yeah. of things. I think that's a great conversation. And part of what we even started today's subject matter is, is it's okay if you didn't have these conversations with your kids when they were younger. There's never too late to sit there and it's you can not. start talking about it now. No, and it's never too late for you to start on your retirement stuff. Even if, even if you're in your 60s and you don't know if you can retire yet or maybe you just retired and you just want to make sure that everything's going to be okay, right? You right. just want a little bit of hand-holding and some reassurance. We're happy to be here. Just go to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk. Right. Give us a call. You can also call 651-600-0855. Set up that complimentary consultation. And if you heard some information today and you didn't have quite enough time to pass it on to someone you care about, you can always go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth. Thank you so much.